millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets. Naturalhempoil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. Visit naturalhempoil.com. That's naturalhempoil.com. When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new ebooks titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. 
www.fighterflare.com. Order now. Something wicked is coming this way, and only fools are ignoring the signs. So it's time you became a financial prepper like thousands of others. Gold can travel anywhere. It's international. It's its own currency. Allocate to gold now, the timeless safe haven asset. Open an IRA with noble gold investments to physically hold coins and bars and let real, tangible gold, not just paper, save your portfolio as the economy burns again. Right now, Noble Gold Investments offers a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin with every qualified IRA. Just use the promo code code GOLD to claim your free coin and secure your family's financial future. Go to noblegoldinvestments.com now. noblegoldinvestments.com This performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. An appearance on this platform is not necessarily an endorsement, but as always, we encourage you to do your own research. Enjoy the show. everyone and welcome back to another episode of friday night live stream at our new earlier time because i got tired of staying up till four in the morning on friday nights appreciate y'all being here i am joined once again by the one and only the captivating miss mariam hanane and i know you guys love her because every time she's on the show it's always such a good time mariam has just an incredible perspective she's a great journalist great digger and tonight as it says on the thumbnail we're going to be talking about her new documentary which has now come out the real timeline we're going to be decoding once again the george floyd psyop It's so funny that that politics ninja guy is all over my timeline. I don't know why he wants me dead so bad. It's crazy. It's crazy. <laughs> it was a free and fair election. Okay. Here's the thing. 2023 is the year every single conspiracy theory, quote unquote, that we've been talking about has been proven to be true. So is this the year that we learn the truth? of the George Floyd PSYOP. I certainly hope so. Do me a favor, sit back, relax, and grab your popcorn because Miriam and I will be right back after this. All right, welcome back to the program, everyone. Thank you so much for joining us. If you're over there on Rumble, I would sincerely appreciate dropping a like. I had a conversation with uh, someone who works at Rumble yesterday or the day before, and he gave me a couple of insights into how you're supposed to make it onto the leaderboards. And there is a time cutoff. So if we are able to hit a substantial number of thumbs up before that cutoff, which I think is 9 p.m., we have an hour, and I think we can beat it. I think we can do this. If you guys could hit that like, that like button for me, it would sincerely help. And thank you to everybody over there on Getter. Thank you to everybody out there on Twitter, on Odyssey, and most importantly, on the Foxholes, supporting free speech. And Miriam, 
I know you are also a supporter of free speech. You've been banned, suppressed. You've been held down by the man just as much as any of us out here in the alternative journalism sphere, the alternative media sphere. So I want to thank you very much once again for being here. And thank you for this incredible film. It was a great thing to watch. What a lovely intro. Thank you, Zach. I'm uh, happy new year to your audience. Absolutely. And uh, I'm very happy to to present this and to yet again talk about George Floyd on your show. Oh, man. Uh, you know, so when, when this whole thing went down, I remember, like, I heard about, heard about what happened to George Floyd, and then I saw the clips that were going around, that the mainstream media was sharing. And you, you kind of highlight this in the film. You know, they, they only showed you so much, and it really wasn't that much, but it was enough to make it look like Derek Chauvin definitely murdered a black dude on the ground. You know, uh, and even having all of the knowledge, watching your entire film and seeing the entire thing acted out, you know, I I was still really uncomfortable. It was you're still watching a man die regardless of how it happened, you know. So, you know, you you point out a a number of times, you know, in in the film that this is a this is a psyop. You know, there is more going on here than just a guy dying on the street uh you know there seems to be this kind of coordinated thing going on the the timeline doesn't match up the story doesn't match up to the official narrative and um yeah and it was just it it was just difficult i i mean i was i was struck by uh how horrible it is to watch someone's life just literally ebb out of them yeah absolutely uh, absolutely i've watched it hundreds of times i don't know how so you can do you it, imagine yeah. <laughs> can you imagine like, like i have a lot of light but this has been really dark but i'm very determined six planets in capricorn and uh i i want to say that this film came out of you know i'm it's really cemented in this book it's to go with this book that i'm still working mm-hmm. through i i'm definitely 85 percent completed but i was writing a chapter and wanted to see it and i'm a vid- visual person and i'm like well someone should do something with all these camera angles because they're they're not doing a proper investigation mm-hmm. the fbi if you think of like there's 40 fbi agents and tons of reports that we'll never see and what was really behind it. And that's why I say in the film, was it a psyop that he wasn't supposed to die and something occurred or Mm -hmm. only some of the people thought he was going to die. And so it is very difficult to watch. And I had to be, I was like, am I getting, am I, the more I I watch this, um, am I getting desensitized or is it, is that the reason why it becomes faker and faker as mm-hmm. far as certain things that just don't add up that look contrived, right? Mm-hmm. So to keep keep that balance. But again, it's really to go with this book that will hopefully come out in, in the spring. And it is heavy. And I wanted to be sensitive about it. But I'm also pretty clinical kind of person. Right. And <clears throat> even though it might not seem like that, but when I write... It, it and and this is my narration. It, it's very matter of fact. It's like, what are you? What are you going to? Yeah, what are you going to say about this? Sure, um, sure. There's and I want to also say, yeah. Sorry. No, no, no. You go ahead. Keep going. I want to also say that it was for the first time that I was able to see it 
as a spectator, because the idea was, let me see the entire event so that when it comes to the end of the book, I can have a theory based also on all these facts that I, that I have found. So it was the first time that I saw it just like two weeks ago without my director cap or producer cap mm-hmm. to be able to come up with a theory of how it could all fit together. And then also really relying on the audience, you people who watch it to see what they glean and things that didn't obviously seem contrived. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, I think that uh, the most obvious thing that that comes out of the film and when you kind of put all of the footage together in its totality uh, is that the, the, I, I felt this at the time, but you, you say it in the film that George George Floyd was essentially the spark that lit the powder keg. And, you know, whoever was orchestrating the manner in which this information came out and the way that the public perceived it. I'm pretty certain that they were well aware of it, too. They knew that after so many years of rhetoric and uh, divisive language and the stories and the way that the media was kind of um, portraying the, the, the way things were happening here in the United States, they knew that all it was going to take was just like one spectacular moment. And uh, and they used it to great effect. Uh, I mean, you know. You got to hand it to them. These people know how to oh, yeah. ensure that a good crisis gets used in the best possible way. What was it? It was uh, uh, Obama's man, Obama's Chicago guy, Rahm Emanuel. Never let a good crisis go to waste, and that's exactly what happened. Yeah, and the, the book is called "The Multi-Layered Psyop." Yep. Examined, and I say that if George Floyd was a stone, he would have killed a lot more than two birds because it was so effective mm-hmm. and multi-purposeful. Um, it, and it's Jack Posobiec that says that I right, quote, right. I quote his book. Um, but I, I believe that after seeing it the way in its completion that it was designed. So on one end, you know, Joel Gilbert, who did, uh, directed the, the Trayvon Martin hoax and Michelle Obama 2024, mm-hmm. who was really a mentor and, and, encouraging me to follow this hunch and follow these questions, which is how I came across this cover-up at Cup Foods, which nobody else has right. reported on, right? And and is a, a crux in this because it ties back to the money and how this all um, started. So on one end, he would say, he would argue that Benjamin Crump, that these kinds of stories come across their desk and... It, they pluck them and co-opt them. And mm-hmm. then on the other end, Sean Hibbler, who direct, who, who edited this and produced it that I couldn't have made, realized my vision without him. And I looked hard to, to find him. Um, on his perspective would be it's all fake. Mm-hmm. He could, he could agree with me that based on what happened in the ambulance, that Maybe he wasn't supposed to die. Maybe he was going to take like a sleeping beauty drug or he was told he was going to wake up because there is very valid evidence that's not fully in the movie of him being an an informant. Mm -hmm. And Maurice, there's there's um, a DEA investigator that I interviewed for the book says that there's a lot of unwitting informants. Mm -hmm. And so perhaps Maurice thought that he was no longer officially an informant, but he was, or he didn't know that he was going to give him drugs that would kill him because in his, I believe that he sincerely believes that 
Derek killed him because right, of right. blind spots. Mm-hmm. And now I saw, I, I saw Zach how the system shafted him and mm-hmm. just, oh, let's just tie him up for five years yeah. so that he can't say anything because he's a loose end. You know, I'd be, I'll be very interested to know what Maurice has to say once he is able to watch the documentary, because, you know, I mean, he was positioned on the other side of the block. You know, I mean, he's across the street. He didn't have the benefit of standing there. And certainly, you know, I think that he has been a victim of the media psyop about what happened to George Floyd, just as much as any of the other useful idiots that are out there. You know, I mean, you have a a lot of people. All they know is what they saw on CNN or what they saw on MSNBC or that five second clip of of what appeared to be Derek Chauvin uh, leaning on his neck and and. The uh, uh, the trail of 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 con- condensed water coming off of the air conditioner, which I think everybody assumed was yeah. urine, you know, from George Floyd losing control of his bladder because he's dying. And nobody sought to clear that up. I think that everyone was aware in, in terms of the media, everybody was aware that that's exactly how it would be perceived. It looked so damning. And uh, yeah, yeah. So I, I think but it that, was think cleared up in the trial. It was exactly. that was cleared up, but no one no one really paid attention. The media lambasted like they, they did yeah. such a shitty uh, reporting of the trial. I mean, for me covering the trial and writing extensively, I'm like, oh, Derek's got it in the bag. Mm-hmm. Like they're I con- so contradicting too. them. Yeah. yeah. So it just shows how say the lie over and over again. And add to your point, absolutely. You know, I I spoke to him before the film came out. And I felt a little bit guilty because I hadn't told him that I'm finished mm-hmm. and I didn't expect or he doesn't know that he's basically, in my opinion, like I said, he's he makes the film. Mm-hmm. Um, he adds he he really he doesn't even realize, I think, what he says about the attorneys. Mm-hmm. I, he doesn't even see the full scope of it, because, again, he from his perspective, it is a racist system. Yeah. Yeah. And. and I want to, I want to say, so I sat in on the Zoom call for his, for his sentencing. And so in the morning, I'm up because they're, they're going to sentence Alexander Kang and I'm on the WebEx government link. And I'm like, why aren't, where are all the re- other journalists? I'm, mm-hmm. I'm the only one. And you see the, the judge's name and, and the attorneys. And then someone who knows I follow sends me a tweet saying that he's been sentenced to three years and i'm like what the thing hasn't even started they're having problems with the public prisons bureau it literally was postponed till one in the afternoon and it's 9 45 in the morning and they're already telling us that he's sentenced for three years that's crazy so i mean obviously that's that's somebody who's got an in at the courthouse you know getting the information leaked out um so Gosh. Okay. So he's in prison now for three years. I'm sorry. You were talking about, about. So sorry. Yes. So then that's in the morning. And then in the night I have a zoom and I, I told them I was going to sit on it and there's friends. I see the mother, everyone's off camera and uh, they treat him like a, like not even a person. Mm -hmm. The judge is umming more than Jen Psaki just feels you could tell just feels so guilty and they ream him and they give him five years for, for something in 2019. And so he even had a lawyer, an older man retired who said he'd take him into his home. Mm-hmm. And Maurice really did want to start afresh. 
And so at the very end, I unmuted myself and I, I said to the whole courtroom, you all made excuses for George Floyd's career criminal life and his addiction, but you won't give this black man um, a, a new chance. Mm-hmm. And only some black lives matter. And they ch- they shut down the whole Zoom call. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's I brilliant. I bombed it. Just like, <laughs> just it went down and so then i i called the mother and i said did you hear me and she said yes her friend friends and family said who is that woman it's me me the bee lady um and then i recorded it for my own consumption and mm-hmm. i went to play it and somehow they scrubbed my voice oh. at the end i don't oh. even know how they did that oh, how man. could they do that yeah i don't yeah, even that's, understand that's crazy that's absolutely crazy uh, okay, so oh. what? What were you going to say? No, I was going to say they must have a setting that the audience, uh, unless you're in the room, you you can't, they won't pick up the voice. I know oh, they heard okay. me. Okay. Maybe yeah. something like that. Anyway, sorry. Perhaps, perhaps. All right, so uh, we have, uh, we obviously saw Derek Chauvin's trial, very public, and his uh, appeal case, that was just this past week. Did that go through? It was on the 18th and it was live streamed. So you can go to the government site and click on a Zoom link because that's how we do it these days. <laughs> and, yeah, yeah. and, uh, it was very spotty and it crashed. And then I called the attorney, the firm, because they have my movie and they've saw the trailer. And I, I have meant to, to call William, who was the man, um, testifying or, or making a case for Derek, they shot down the main points, which was this venue should have been changed. And then juror 52, Brendan Mitchell, who was, uh, it found out that he was in August at a um, MLK uh, rally wearing a BLM shirt. Mm-hmm. And the argument was that they could have brought it up in voir dire, which in actuality, I bought all the the questionnaires of the jurors and I read juror 52, I would have flagged this. Mm-hmm. I would have said, this is not a impartial. And so that's, you know, that's the way, that's the way the cookie crumbles. And the, the attorney, the appeal attorney, which who is not Eric Nelson said that until it gets kicked up to the Supreme court, nothing will really happen. And how long will that take? We're looking at three years. So sure. it also ensures the aim which was to keep George Floyd in the media mm-hmm. as long as possible, because they literally got that, that direction. The, the, so if I were to ask you, Zach, who organized the funerals? I don't know if we've discussed this. I, I know that he had several funerals, but, uh, no, I'm, I'm not aware as to who actually organized them. So government PR firm, a government, a government PR firm. PR okay. Firm. okay. And I can assure you that um, the government would not be organizing our funerals, no. let alone four. And, uh, you know, horse and carriage, just like I show I show in the movie. So that that is quite uh, out there uh, that that is the case. That firm, the person who is in charge, her her aim was to keep George Floyd in the in media as long as possible. Don't let mm-hmm. people forget. No justice no peace and is right. associated with Al Sharpton. And that same firm was giving money to an NGO in the Ukraine in 2016 and associated to the Podesta group. Mm. So that's, yeah, 
that's um, that's the same firm. That when I I had someone that was helping me with research, and when I said that, he's like, "Oh, so you've walked into the lion's den, and now you've stuck your head in the lion's <laughs> mouth." And then, literally, then he said, "A couple of days later, I'll be back." Mm-hmm. And then it came to me: Is he going to delete our our Telegram channel? Because it was after your show. Mm-hmm. He, this guy, I called him Run, and he's like, "You're the only one who's done more research than I." And he does pattern recognition too. And he created this whole Telegram with it, we had like digs. Like he he was in the inner bowels with me. Mm-hmm. And then after that happened, and I found that out. He, d- he deleted all. Luckily, I backed it up, but he deleted it. And he said, I can never do what you do. It scares me. And he disappeared. That's crazy. If you're out there, run. <laughs> yeah. I said, I say in my book, and then run, run away. <laughs> so <laughs> That's so funny. So, so how long do you think the book is going to be? How many chapters are we looking at? Uh, it's about 16 chapters. And okay. I'm about chapter 14. But I'm very thorough, and now I've created a float document called The Leftovers, where I'm, because I'm leaving for Mexico, and I'm determined to turn in a draft to the publisher, or else this will be the rest of my life. And, and I, I must, you know, like you said, it is dark, and, and like my, my, Rumi saw it, Sky, and, and okay, granted it was Christmas Eve, but he's like, this is really heavy. And I'm like, yeah, that's one hour of your life, dude. I've been doing this for a year and a half. Like you can handle it. How so. much, how much footage did you actually have to comb through to be able to kind of distill it down to that, that hour and five minutes? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, there's all the cameras. So if you think Darnella's camera, the body worn yeah. footage, Derek's fell off, a red, um, dragon walk, the milestone across the street, the, um, and then there was a few other from the exhibits from the extras that didn't make the cut, I guess mm-hmm. you could say. And, and then watching them hundreds of times. And I, that's how I found Mr. Adam. It was yes. indirectly, it's indirectly Maurice. And I'm like, what the fuck's with this Mr. Adam? Why are you talking about him so much? Yeah, Who is yeah. this guy? This is actually, we, we talked about this a, a little bit the last time you were on the show because, you know, Maurice says that when he's on the corner with uh, Shawanda. Yeah. And then the police are, you know, trying to get their IDs and they're asking questions about George. And, you know, she says, ah, he's got something wrong with him. Uh, and, um, and then, and then he's like, oh, I know Mr. Adam, you know, and, and we, we thought at that time, you know, who, just who the heck is Mr. Adam? You know, is this somebody who's a, a Minneapolis police officer, yeah, I, you know, but it turns out I knew, but I was holding, I was holding on to it until mm-hmm. the movie, um, because it is a cover up and it's pretty central. And I was joking, is Hamas going to come after me? Because these people are. <laughs> associated with it's like a hamas operation if you look behind cup foods i i let's, let's, i, I want to talk about that i want to talk about tell me tell me about <laughs> this specifically <clears throat> because i mean obviously okay, minnesota, well, minnesota has a large muslim population and they're coming from not only the middle east but north africa so tell me what somalia did you, yeah they're, not, somalia. they're palestinian but if you look into mr adam 
He owns uh, about 14 different companies. It's interesting that actually in Minnesota, they passed a law that forbids menthol cigarettes. But Mr. Adam has a special license. And in the end, you see um, Maurice, he holds up the Newport cigarettes. Mm. And it's kind of like to me, so I'm like, oh, this is like an indirect product placement <laughs> because it's funny <clears throat> that as they are smoking the the cigarettes that George bought while he's getting killed, they're yeah. smoking the, the cigarettes that started all this. So, so there's a sick kind of irony. So back to cup foods, you know, the, this is a big chapter in my book and um, where I can really get into the details of, if you consider Zach, the cameras that are across the street at the speedway were there to keep an eye on cup foods. Mm -hmm. So it's in gangland. And you also have to wonder how is it really that this store has remained erect and not burned down mm -hmm. given the specific hate towards this building, yet they burned down, you know, innocent business owners. Right. So they had protection. They had protection. And when, for instance, you, I, I listened to the uh, BWC, the, sorry, uh, the BCA interview, which is the equivalent of the FBI in Minnesota of mm -hmm. Tutau, that they weren't supposed to even be, well, Derek wasn't supposed to be at work. They were sitting down for lunch and they called off the backup, but it was Tao who said, let's go because it's in gangland and uh, the rookies. And when I spoke to a police brutality rep, and maybe I've shared this with you, she's like, oh, that's funny because the Bloods, everybody knows that the Bloods work with the MPD, with the Minneapolis Police Department. So, but yet they went. And anyway, so you're, to answer your question, had to watch the the videos over and over again. And it also, my discovery of Mr. Adam was asking myself, so who made the 911 call? Why did they drop in the trial Genevieve, the, the firefighter and the uh, chokehold expert, Donald Williams, who's the one who says, you're a bum, bro, you're a bum right. over and over again. Why not the 911 call, which set this all up to learn that there's a convenient Minnesota statute, which I say in the, <clears throat> in the movie, which is why I recreated it with animation. And it was by reading the transcript. And inferring, okay, this guy doesn't speak English. He doesn't even mm -hmm. know if it's a boy or a girl. Yeah. And it seems toward the end that someone takes over the call. And there was another, um, a, an author of a book that came out early that also picked up on this. And uh, in the end, by reading stories and see, seeing how they lied over and over again on how this boy came to make this call. They mm -hmm. said that it, he made it on his own volition, which is an absolute lie. Right. And um, so that's how I discovered Mr. Adams. So what would be the explanation of why the guy lies and says he's not there, but yet finds the time to go and point them out, the car out to the cops? Doesn't make so, sense. So, so that's, what, what, uh, yeah. that's my question. You know, I mean, why is it? That you think they lied about the presence of Mr. Adam. Uh, I mean, they must have known that he would show up on really? the, the body cameras. You know, they must have known that at some point people would learn that he was the one who brought the cops out and pointed out George and Maurice but, and Shawanda. But, but, but think of it, Zach. It's been 
two and a half years. Who else has talked about this? Sure, so I guess. Yeah, yeah. I mean, people nobody. forget about things. People don't care anymore. If somebody said it in the chat, this is old news. Well, you know, I, I still think that it's relevant it's- because, yeah, I mean, what happened with George Floyd had a profound impact that changed America, you know, whether you care about yeah. it or not. I mean, for many of us, there was a, right. a direct connection to our lives. And I mean, you know, sitting here covering this on a daily basis, I mean, it was a, a profound effect. So that comment is exactly mm-hmm. why nobody knows why Mr. Adam yeah. is implicated, because people have fatigue And they don't pay attention to details. And in reality, this is so not all news, the story of what you think. But this movie in 10 minutes, you'll learn more than the media ever told you. Absolutely. And I firmly believe that. I'm not saying that just arrogantly. So why is it to answer your question? If I give you my opinion based on my findings, Mm -hmm. is that this was designed and let's go back to they did not show you the May 2019 arrest. Mm-hmm. They uh, put Judge Cahill put out a basically saying it's not George Floyd that's on trial. So we cannot bring this fully because you, you've never seen it. I, I'm, I'm assuming a lot of people haven't seen it in its entirety. Definitely wasn't shown in the trial. So there was a the officer, Scott Crichton, that uh, is like, you know, I'm not going to. I'm not just put your hands on the right. on the dash. Like what the what's going on? So that guy was brought in by Ellison, Keith Ellison and Steve Schletzer to be a witness for the prosecution. So he is being interrogated. So what happened that day? And the guy says it was a narcotics investigation. Mm-hmm. Oh, it was a traffic stop. <laughs> and he's like, no, narcotics. it was a narcotics. And he's like, oh, it's a traffic stop. So then when they realize that Officer Crichton is not going to lie under uh-huh. oath, they're dismissed. So then he becomes a witness for Derek. Mm-hmm. And it's capped on what can be shown. So what do we know? What do I know? What have I gleaned? And uh, also reporter Liz Collins, who is married to Kroll, uh, who lost his job, a conservative, and who she lost her job, and he had to retire because they were conservatives, um, pointed out that it was a sting operation. The 2019 so arrest I, of George Floyd was a sting yes, operation? the 2019. Okay. Op- okay, so it was a sting operation. So imagine, this is what comes to my mind. Oh, you mm-hmm. see, that thing that you did, George, do it again, but mm-hmm. this time say, I can't breathe. Because right. I personally do not buy, let's say Joel would say, Joel Gilbert, that this was co-opted. I don't buy the 27 times I can't breathe while we're ma- bringing in mask mandates is a coincidence. I Absolutely. just don't. It was the next day, like the, the day after he dies, all Literally. of a sudden. Yeah, people can't breathe for real. Right. And it's a, it's a sick ritual to wear these face diapers while you're saying, I can't breathe. Like, for, mm-hmm. if we just really think about it for a moment, and we're saying it in unison, so it's collected collective energy. So I don't, I, I think that if he was an informant, and again, something could have gone wrong with the drugs. For all we know, there was, you know, Zach and I looked at cyanide, how you, the, the well, way that makes you foam you with the mouth, doesn't cyanide. it? Doesn't that make you foam with the yeah, mouth? Yeah, actually. Take cyanide? Yeah, that, that I don't remember, remember per se, okay. but, but the asphyxia without any, 
without any bruises. Because in this new rendition of reality, the way mm-hmm. they've played broken telephone, now literally you can be asphyxiated without drugs by someone without any bruising. Trust me. They, they, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So mm-hmm. they have muddled the autopsy and they screwed with uh, Andrew Baker so badly that by the time three trials later, especially in the federal trial that no one paid attention to, it seemed to me that I was like, wow, what's on the stand? It was like the 588-page manual was on the stand. They were dissecting it. They was bringing training division. It was like, oh, this is a live scenario. And now we're doing postmortem on how it all shook down. Mm-hmm. That's how it felt. That's how it felt to me. And they even say, have you designed a duty to intervene exercise? And someone says, yes, but we never played it out. I would say this could have been played out. And as a result, while no one's paying attention, 3,000 bills have been um, considered. 17 states have changed their duty to intervene. In reality, in Minnesota, in Minneapolis was a surveillance project that open net that occurred leading up to the Derek Chauvin trial, but that never concluded. So this police surveillance vibe, all of this is happening and people like this guy, sorry, is like, oh, this is all news. Okay. Meanwhile, it has a real impact on our lives. Right, right. So what happened after that 2019 arrest? Did George serve any jail time? I mean, did he get charges? No. I learned a new term. And it's called exceptionally cleared exceptionally cleared what is that on paper or is that just something that you oh, came yeah. across in terms it's on of the, the no no it's on two cases that i found with um actually one with maurice who i okay. know was a snitch for a hot minute right. and actually two k two with with george so if you just were to entertain my theory is he serves in texas mm-hmm. aggravated robbery If they recruit him as part of a sting operation. So I asked myself, I wonder if there's a truck, a drug corridor between Texas and Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Oh, there is. He was driving a truck, although they underplayed it. But in this book that I found by two Washington Post, in this book, they even have dialogue with George. Like that's fiction. How did you have dialogue with George? He's dead. And they have totally recreated. Um, So in this book, it says that he loved the open road. Who knew? And that he used to talk about it with Philanese Floyd, his supposed brother. Mm -hmm. And we know that I know that he I saw a court. Is that that the one who called him Greg? Is that the one who called him Greg? No, that's someone else. That's Stephen. Jackson to keep up with the theme of the twins. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, What did you think of that? Had you seen that? I I had seen that. I had seen that, but it was just seeing it again within the context of the film. uh, You know, I was just like, you know, how well does he really know this guy? You know, and to to call somebody the wrong name in that moment, uh, it just looked like he was, it was so contrived. I mean, like he didn't really know him, obviously, if he doesn't know his freaking name. And then also, the 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 clip of his son being coached 
in front of cop yeah. foods, you know, it's like not his son. It's so yeah. emotional, you know. All we want is justice. I don't think it's and he's fun. just repeating it. I was like, oh my God. I was I can't believe that they are on camera showing right. this. I had right? seen I had seen that too, a clip of that long time ago and completely forgot about it. But both of those I mean, it's just like over and over and over again. I mean, like how fake can you uh can you make it? Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I personally don't think that that's a real son. And you know well, the reason he didn't have his name. I was, you know, when, when they they introduced him, he had a different last name. So, you know, he was like, oh, oh really? my dad, my oh. dad was always there for me. He was so there for you that he just didn't even give you his name. I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah, George was a deadbeat. That is the truth. I don't know what he did with Gianna Pink Floyd, who has become now the only heir of uh, the estate. So the reason why I took George Floyd out of the title and I mm-hmm. just made it the real timeline and the hashtag is the real timeline is because I was in indirectly or thinly veiled threats by the estate of, of George Floyd. So I found a court, a disallowance claim paper that stated that there's a man that claims that he's the biological father of George Floyd. Okay. So I called the estate and I thought, you know, they could say, oh, yeah, some wacko thinks he's George Floyd's dad. They could have just said that. I called twice, no answer. So then I called again and I said, I've been commissioned to write a book and I worked for MSNBC to be like, I'm one of you. Sure, I'm sure. safe. Call me. Next day calls right away. And then she says, it's in your best interest not to write a book. And I said, what? I put it on speaker and I said, excuse me, are you saying in the United States of America that I'm not allowed to write a book on a public figure? Wow. And she just paused. And she goes, yes. And I said, oh, let me get that on record. And I was walking into my office. She goes, I don't give you permission to record me. I said, okay, let me just grab a pen. Well, was that? And she just clicked. Yeah. And then I had actually spoken to a, a Mashugo some Asian man in Florida who had June 5th, 2020, uh, got the trademark for George Floyd. And so then I looked again, he know, oh, and I had spoken to him and he said, no, no, it's inactive. So I looked again after that call and I found 12 trademarks, everything under the sun possible from keychains to cups, to t-shirts, to pajamas, to tapestries, to educational purposes. Like I list it all in my book. Um, so they're creating, like my girlfriend said, a theme park, a George Floyd theme park. What? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's a like, little I'm morbid and exploitative. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. To have a George Floyd, you can go on Amazon and look at all the shtick, all the, the paraphernalia. Who's collecting on that? Obviously, it's them because they own all the trademarks. Wow. Wow. Um, so that guy who who had initially purchased the uh, trademark for George Floyd, do you think that uh, he sold it to the family? OK, wow. That's incredible. There are there are people out there who will do that, like uh, trademark, like squatters, basically, like as soon as something oh, gains yeah. some prominence. They did that to me. Like after my my channel took off, I went to go buy redpill 78com and it was already bought up. It was like two months what? after I started my channel and they wanted to sell it for like fifteen thousand dollars. And I was like, absolutely not. Like, I'm not going to pay you that much money. So 
but yeah, yeah, this is uh, this is what they do. It's crazy. It was it was written up June fifth, twenty twenty, in Variety magazine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Like it was a it was a thing. I would imagine they said you're not allowed, or they they somehow usurped it. Um, I don't know if he sold it to them. I don't know. That's a good question. Did he even get some money for it, or did they bully him? Because when Maurice, he's like in the movie, he goes the family didn't give, or he says to me the family didn't give the government their blessings like basically if the floyd family had said something to the government he would have been untouched and i said to him like what do you think the floyd family they're royals or something like it's the other way around dude it's the government that's calling calling the shots um but you know he's he's blinded maybe the film will change his mind so so here's here's my question who is actually the administrator of the Floyd estate, like, you know, and what is its structure? Like, I I mean, because that little girl, she's like nine years old or something like that. And, um, and I I would imagine that anybody that's around her would probably be trying to get a piece of that. I mean, we're talking many millions of dollars, right? Right. Who knows? Who the hell knows? There's a foundation too. Mm. And Bridget, I'll answer your question, but Bridget Floyd has uh they recreated like a PSA of when George uh, he's been he's been separated from Bridget it's like based on their story and yeah. it's about like uh, big brother it's very very cheesy Roxy Washington is the baby mama but mm-hmm. they have stated that there's baby mamas that have come to the forefront and that she's the only heir. So basically saying that there's grifters and they're not real and are just claiming this, like this supposed dad that uh, there's only a registered agent um, and uh, it's a PO box. There's no email, there's Mm -hmm. no phone. And I haven't, I haven't written to him. So who, who knows, but I will tell you also that, that this is in my book. It's not in the movie. And this is, Maybe I've told you off in text, but finding that judgment order for $5 million for a baby mama and a son that nobody has talked about, meaning Mm -hmm. the press has hidden their identity and that the judgment order is dated May 1st, 2020, 24 days before the guy dies. Mm -hmm. So what is that? So, you know, I have, have you found anything to say that, that, has been paid off like was that woman and that child paid from the many millions of dollars that were that resulted from his death yeah well the mother i can't get a there's all the numbers um lead nowhere she owns a company called comets cheerleading association that has no um, history or footprint um and the son, so I took his social security number because I have it and I took his name and I put it, you know, when I want to look up matrixy things, mm-hmm. then I'll go to Google and see what Google brings me. And it brought up, he's from, he was born in Texas. Yeah. This, it brings up a, an LLC based on his name in Minnesota. Oh, it's just, you know, Zach's like, well, that's a false positive. Oh, it just so happens it's in Minnesota and it's his son's name. And it's a sure. company with, um, with, uh, a, 
a uh, registered agent in Pennsylvania, which I looked up on Google Earth to look at the house. Like really going as micro as possible, but there's a lot of dead ends. There's a lot of dead ends and there's a lot of red herrings too. There's red herrings and I've learned thanks to George that in these false flags, and maybe it's similar with JFK, I, I don't know that as much, maybe you do, that they purposely put stuff to, to oh, get the conspiracy theorists. Yes, yes you that's know? absolutely true. I, th- I think that that was what happened with um, that lawyer, that lawyer who came forward from Texas yes. to say that, oh, that's Timothy not George Jaffe. Floyd. Yeah, yeah, yes, there he is. The same guy who was arrested for human trafficking not that long ago, right around the same right. time that Mar-a-Lago was raided. I, I want to say it was within 24 hours he he was arrested for human trafficking. That was shocking. Um, now, now, how much yeah. money did the estate get? Because I see a number of different uh, figures here. I see one figure for yeah. $27 million from the city of Minneapolis. I see another for $34 million. I know that there was a GoFundMe that raised about $10 million. Yeah, let's rack it up, baby. Mm-hmm. So, twenty-seven million is the uh, civil suit, biggest in okay. history. And then Philanese broke a record on GoFundMe, um, thirteen million plus. Wow. And the thirty-four million, I I don't know, but there's other GoFundMe that those are notes in my book when I I'm not there yet of counting all the GoFundMe. Mm-hmm. Um, so far I've just touched upon, you know, even the estate, it's like, who is, in, who is in charge? These, this law firm that threatened me and woman who was the director of one of the trademarks went to work for a very scary, um, PR company for the EU. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, who are these, who are these people? This, as we know now, I think we could say that there's a lot of, laundering going on in the united states sure uh, it's, definitely. A, it's a past it's a time right so mm-hmm. i i don't think that they want the complicity of the government to come out that that possibility that very possibility of what's really going on underneath so for instance the, a red herring we talked about timothy jaffet who was talking about george floyd dying in 2015 2016 just to reiterate that I pulled all the death records for the entire two years and scoured through all the names. There was no George Floyd and there was no Floyd George because in reality, the 88 Yates is, is a Floyd George. They created a, the media and the government, I guess, created a composite of who George Floyd is to bolster his reputation and detract from his career criminal existence. So right, right. when I call the, the schools, oh, conveniently, did I tell you this last time? Conveniently, they had no yearbooks. And then they cited FERPA. And I was like, FERPA? It's like HIPAA for, for students. Okay. <clears throat> so they can't give any information out. I mean, no, but- they- there's what did you ever did you try tracking down any perhaps like contemporaries of George Floyd from his days in school? Like did, were, would, yes. nobody else had any yearbooks either. So, oh, no, I didn't get that far. But but a boy, he was seven at the time. Now he's a young man was at that game and was with his brother and they called out Floyd George. And I think I've told you this last time they, they busted out laughing because it reminded them of George Floyd. And he had the, uh, the, 
whatever it's called that day of the game and the players. And I have it in my book, images of Floyd George. So then there's an, a couple of people, him and uh, someone else on, on Facebook that we've been trying to get a response from this one colleague. And, uh, I, I left him a voicemail and I said, look, I know that's not George Floyd. It's Floyd George. Mm-hmm. And so what do you have to say about yourself? You're being used. You think Black Lives Matter? The government doesn't care. Mm-hmm. You know what he responded? I don't know what to say to you. Oh, wow. Don't worry. Yeah. Don't worry. You've said a lot with that one response. Absolutely. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. That's absolutely crazy. Uh, real quick, let me go through a couple of these uh, thank yous over on Foxhole. We've only got a couple. Um, J-Bell, thank you very much for dropping that phone, starting it out. Pacific Northwest Sasquatch says, thanks, Red Pill. And Matt1776, one of the creators of the Foxhole, says, what's good, Red Pill? Good to see you, buddy. Uh, and then Porpoiseful, thank you very much for that cookie. Um, <clears throat> Fox, Lonely German, yes, the Foxhole is an app that you can install on your phone as a web app. So you can't download it in the app store, but if you go to thefoxhole.app and then add it to your home screen, it will it'll show up as an icon and it'll act in the same way that any other app does on your phone. And you can actually do the same with Rumble if you're on the iPhone so that uh, you can send super chats if you feel so inclined because you can't do it through the uh, native iOS app. And the reason is because Rumble takes like 20%. Apple takes 30%, and then that would leave the creator with 50% of what you intended to donate. So that's why that's going on. I also learned from my contact at Rumble that when you put out a pre-recorded show, no notifications go out. The only way that you get notifications is if you are doing a live stream. And uh, I'm certain that's probably because uh, most video services today really want people to be live streaming because there's the audience interaction and, you know, you kind of get this excitement factor. Um, but uh, I think what I'm going to do in the future, in case anybody here watches uh, the, the pre-recorded shows, is I'm going to start live streaming them from my computer. So I'll start the show. I'll do a little introduction. Then I'll play it on the computer and then we can watch it together kind of like when I was on YouTube and we could do the premieres and stuff. Uh, so I'll do that in the future. Okay. Lonely German says I use my PC. So, yes, yeah, so you can go to the foxhole.app on your PC and it'll it'll still work in the same way. Okay. Um, thank you very much, Debbie, out there for uh, dropping the links. Uh, and actually, you guys, I, I shared this earlier, but I want to share it again. If you feel so inclined, if you want to watch the film and see what Miriam has put together, I think that you should, obviously. Uh, go to this link. It's available on Movies Plus. You can use code BLADY and save 20%. And obviously, if you purchase the film, you're going to be supporting Miriam and her work. Miriam, uh, y- you mentioned that you can, are... Can I... Go ahead. Go ahead. Sorry. Sorry. I want to make a distinction because there's a subscription for the entire year because there's a lot of awesome titles, Uh, but that's for B-Lady. That's for the subscription. You can just rent the movie for only a measly $4.99. So um, you can buy it for $14.99. Or you can go to 29. This is not my company. I would not be able to view. I would not be able to offer you the money and try to sell this to recuperate all my hard work 
when in fact I haven't even made the halfway mark for a measly $15,000. I mean, it's right. pretty ridiculous given the caliber uh, of this uh, subject. I mean, with the evidence here. Um, so you, just to make the distinction, they allowed me to sell it on GeorgeFloydDocumentary.com, which Zach designed for me, but my, it's Vimeo. Vimeo only accepts PayPal. And so I can't well, without my movies plus. That's yeah. so weird. Could you believe that's... it? It's 2023 and you're only taking money from PayPal. Okay. Wow. wow. Um, Lonely German uh, over on Rumble said, thanks. Thank you very much for the donation, buddy. I appreciate it. <clears throat> uh, there was, oh gosh, there was something else that I wanted to touch on from the film, uh, and uh, I just I, I lost it. There was something else that really struck me. Oh my gosh, I had it on the tip of my tongue. I was waiting until you were It'll done. It'll come speaking. back. It'll do come you want to yeah. show? Do you want to show anything to the audience or any clips? Absolutely. I, you know, I've got the film pulled up here. Is there anything in particular that uh, you think that we should pull up? Just give me a timestamp, and I'll go to it. Well, we can go to thirty thirty four around 30 mark actually in regards to i don't want to show it all but we, we've talked about tutau and his little mm-hmm. motion oh that's a good one yes 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 okay so definitely do you think that's too spicy no not at all not at all okay so low country brooklyn the link to uh, the moviesplus.com forward slash products with the name of the film that is to purchase or rent the film Four ninety nine to rent and fourteen ninety nine to purchase. Movies Plus, the the streaming service, has a uh, monthly subscription that will allow you to watch everything, like uh, like a Netflix or a Hulu or something like that. And right. if you sign up for that subscription, I would imagine it's probably like you know I don't know ten bucks a month or something, maybe fifteen bucks a month. That's, I that's think sounds... it's twenty nine for the oh, whole 29. year. I don't think it's oh, for the I whole think year. For the for the whole year, they just put out Q sent me, which okay. is about um, the Q shaman, and they had filmed with him. Jason Rink had filmed with him. Just they had noticed him way previously, mm-hmm. and it's it's amazing. I don't have you seen that movie? I haven't. I haven't. I'll check it out though for sure. But yeah, yeah if it's a, it's- if you go to the website then and just sign up for the yearly membership, then uh, you get twenty percent off if you use B Lady. So, okay, so what we're going to show here is uh, something that, to me, really seals the deal on the coordinated nature of this multi-layered PSYOP, which is the actions of Tutau. Uh, just to, he, he, he kind of, he, he kind of sends a signal. You guys will see it here. So I'm going to go ahead and play it, and uh, here we go. Get him, claustrophobic. Get in the car. Get in the car. Get in the car. Get in the car. Please. No, you're not getting the car. I'm not the movie, so I was in the car. Okay, man, okay. I'm not a bad guy, man. I'm in the car. I'm not a bad guy. Ah, 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 ah. I hope I gave you the right quote here. I don't know. Yeah, here we go. Most don't know this, but George is the one who hit his face against the plexiglass no, I think twice. it's a little... That's why his face was bleeding. Floyd was 6'6". Six, six. Okay, hang on. Sorry. I think it might be 34. Sorry. 34. Okay. Well, oh, yeah, because here, here comes uh, Darnella Frazier. That was the thing. Darnella Frazier, you guys, the woman on screen, she's the one who got like the footage of Derek leaning on, on, on George's neck. She won a $700,000 
for a Pulitzer Prize. I'm sorry, or maybe it was $700,000 for a GoFundMe and a Pulitzer Prize. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> That's right. I couldn't right. believe it. That's uh, right. And, and I want to say that she got a special thank you by, from Meryl Streep. And a personal thank you from Spike Lee and that there was an article that is now 404 because maybe it was just too much for even the deep state that compared her camera moves to Scorsese for reals. So, so, yeah, she, yeah, so she, yeah, is a rich uh, woman. And the day before, now it's scrubbed, but I, I scoured her Facebook and she did a live where she's like, the Corona was fun for a while, but I've got to stack my money back up. Yeah, wow. you sure did, honey. That's class. God class. heard you. God heard you. All, all right. So here, this is, I've actually got it to the correct uh, point okay, now. Here, here, here we go. Two towels. Described himself that day as a human traffic cone, joined the MPD in 2009. Pay close attention. He's going to turn around and make a little gesture. And then all the bystanders move in unison as if on cue. Let's play it a few times, shall we? Just to make sure. Better yet, I'll go to Two Tao's camera and you can decide for yourself. And action. So what do you think? Uh, I think that it's pretty obvious <laughs> that he definitely motioned for them to come over. I, I mean, I, and I. Millions of people every day are reaping the health benefits of using cannabis oil, also known as CBD. This new product derived from hemp has fascinated doctors and scientists around the world for its powerful effects on the human body. If you are in need of alternative methods for health empowerment, please visit www.naturalhempoil.com. That's www.naturalhempoil.com. CBD is now legal in over 40 states, and our products are non-psychoactive and contain less than 0.3% THC levels. We also offer products for household pets, NaturalHempOil.com does not claim to treat cancer, PTSD, epilepsy, anxiety, insomnia, joint pain, eczema, or any chronic condition that you may have been diagnosed with. Please consult with a doctor before you take CBD. Results may vary, so give our natural CBD a try at www.NaturalHempOil.com. That's www.NaturalHempOil.com. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. That's why tens of thousands are using this amazing little device from SavePowerBills.com. It's a small but smart gadget that stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your electronics. Just plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Order now to get 65% off plus many free bonuses before they sell out by going to SavePowerBills.com. That's SavePowerBills.com. Order now. 
violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Between mass shootings, homicides, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjacking, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight includes an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope and wire cutter, siren, high and low LED lighting modes, and much more. Simply place your order now to get 66% off along with many other free bonuses before they sell out by going to www.fighterflare.com. Order now at www.fighterflare.com. A human catastrophe is closing in. Nobody knows how far this one is going to go. You can feel the heat as tension is rising globally. War is expensive. Open a Noble Gold Investments IRA today, and you can claim a free 3-ounce silver American virtue coin. Just use the promo code GOLD. Go to NobleGoldInvestments.com now. Past performance may not be indicative of future results. Investing in precious metals, including gold, involves risks. Consult with your tax attorney or financial professional before making an investment decision. Can't think of a logical reason that he would have made that hand move. If it wasn't a scripted scenario, you know, I mean, like, you know, first of all, there is like this contention between the crowd and the police, you know, and that happens every time there is a crowd that gathers around uh, a scene where somebody's trying to be arrested or is resisting arrest and the police want them to stay away. You know, I've never seen uh, a, a scene like this where the cops are like, you know, Come on, come on. It's time, guys. It's time. Get right. your cameras out. <laughs> right. So, so it was, I was in San Francisco and, and I was really excited about watching this angle from a, you know, a wide shot across the street. And, mm-hmm. and it's very subtle, right? So I remember very clearly saying, Zach, come and take a look at this. And he's like, nah. And I was like, to myself, I'm like, oh, yeah, mofo, I'm going to go to his camera and we'll see. We'll see if I'm just making things up. And then I was like, oh, my God, the guy's literally because he can't talk into the camera. Right. Mm-hmm. So he just like, and, yeah, it's now time. Yeah. So that was a big, a big score. I'm like, OK, this is why, because I still watch it. And see new things like recently I saw, the, you know, this is very little, but in the theme of the twins, Twin City, Twin Brothers, uh, the month of Gemini, which is the twins. And then there was twin like double bikes in the background mm-hmm. passing through. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's just, you know, pattern recognition, just seeing uh, patterns. But there's definitely a theme of twins, which is very much a theme of the Illuminati. What did you think of the Myron Fagan quote? Did you see that at the end? That there's talk. Please, please. I I can't remember it off the top of my head, but please. So basically, basically I I'm, as I'm writing, I have a bazillion tabs and I'm always learning. And so I was listening to Myron Fagan, who I found on archive.com.org in um, looking up something about the Illuminati. And he was a playwright from Hollywood. So mm-hmm. this is a two hour, it's, it's like you could listen to it many, many times and, and just takes you through the, all this history. And then I come across this bit that talk with guilt. And that is how we will bring America down to, to, to our cause. To, to communism. And it was yes. like, yes, to communism. Yes, exactly. So, when I heard that, I'm like, 
oh my god and then i thought that's a good way to kind of you know because you, you could be doing a film for many many hours the fact that i brought it down to an hour and five and again i could not have done this without sean hibbler and and the reason why it took this long but in the end it, it was all perfect to, to have you know i screened it in south beach on my 50th birthday and uh I was expecting like maybe eight people and we had like 25 people come in and they really enjoyed it and were like blown away by the amount of work, the investigation and the stuff they'd never seen before and then released it on MLK and then have an oral appeal two days later, mm-hmm. live streamed. So it all, it all worked out. So Sean Hibbler did Fluvid 19. He's done, um, other other films films as well um is it level one or another level and he's a very gifted human and he did psychological operation in in august 2020 which i had seen and i had an uh, an editor that was just wasting six months of my life <laughs> really and and money and did nothing because he didn't even sync my narration to my video to my anyway so it was late at night and uh i'm like maybe this guy I was like really praying, please, God, send me someone who's open minded, who knows this story, because I'm so deep in it. I don't I can't school you on this. Mm-hmm. And I wanted someone I wanted to collaborate with someone who was like into what I was finding. So just big shout out to Sean. Awesome. Listen, we, we've got to take a break for. Yes, I'm sorry. Welcome to call in if you want to talk about this or any other uh, work that Miriam has done. And uh, when we get back, I want to play that uh, that Myron Hibbard clip if we yeah. can. I, okay, okay. okay. Sure. So we'll be right back. Okay, awesome. And hang on, let me fast forward to that section of the movie. You don't remember the timestamp on that, do you? I know it's right at the. When I received a newspaper clipping of an item published by the Washington D.C. Evening Star in May 1957. That item was a verbatim reprint of the following excerpt in Israel Cohen's book, A Racial Program for the 20th Century, and it reads as I quote, We must realize that our party's most powerful weapon is racial tension. By propounding into the consciousness of the dark races that for centuries they have been oppressed by the whites, we can mold them to the program of the Communist Party. In America, we will aim for subtle victory. While inflaming the Negro minority against the whites, we will instill in the whites a guilt complex for their exploitation of the Negroes. We will aid the Negroes to rise to prominence in every walk of life, in the professions and in the world of sports and entertainment. With this prestige, the Negro will be able to intermarry with the whites and begin a process which will deliver America to our cause. That's absolutely insane to hear because I'll be damned if they didn't do it. (laughs) Right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is 1967. Yes. Now, Israel Cohen, the author of that clip, um, uh, he's uh, listed as a, well, on Wikipedia, he's listed as a Zionist. (laughs) That's his title. Israel Cohen, Zionist. Um, so, uh, but I, I'm not familiar with him. But I, this is definitely somebody that I would go ahead and um, <laughs> and dig in on. 
Uh, it can't be. This has got to be a yeah. Okay, so there's obviously well, there's a number of Israel Cohens, but the one who's still alive is probably not the one who wrote that. Well, just like I offer on MiriamHenane.com, um, the book on Tavistock that was five thousand dollars on Amazon. It was then brought down to five hundred dollars, <laughs> but you could just come to my site and donate, you know, as little as two dollars and get the PDF. And it will rearrange your brain as to what's going on. And and I looked at whether there was Tavistock links in George Floyd. So it fell. It fell in my lap. It fell. That's what the the editor told me. So the. It's August. Mm-hmm. And I know I was in Costa Rica. And when I saw it, I'm like, oh, my God, what grown man acts like this? Yeah, this is exactly like a little bitch. What's going on? So then right away, I thought I'm going to I'm going to contact the the journalist who dropped that story. And it happened to be an editor that I used to leak vapid Hollywood gossip when I worked for I freelanced for in touch and people magazine back when I was still in the matrix and didn't see through. It was like, Oh, I'm in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. I saw Jennifer Aniston, you know, like. Reading about Tavistock, I'm like, I wonder if Tavistock has links to to the Daily Mail. Well, Lord Northcliffe, who owned the Daily Mail, was buddy buddy with Rothschild, mm-hmm. and the Daily Mail was integral in brainwashing. And you can see how, with the COVID narrative, how there's been many stories in the Daily. And I'm going to bring them in right now. Caller, you're on the air. Can we get your name? Oh, you're talking to Black Yoda. Hey, Black Yoda. Good to hear from you, buddy. How are y'all doing tonight? Because I'm about to go on Reasonable TV. Reasonable TV just went live just a little while ago. And I saw you and I was just like, you know what? They need more callers. (laughs) So can y'all slide me in just on like what y'all been talking about? And literally, been, I just woke up like 15 okay. minutes ago. <laughs> We've been talking. Uh, Miriam Hanane is the guest tonight. And we're talking about her new uh, documentary about uh, the George Floyd psyop that took place uh, a couple years ago. It's called The Real Timeline. And what she's done is she took all of the video from the security cameras uh, around Cup Foods, within Cup Foods, all of the police body camera footage, all of the cell phone okay. footage that was available. And she put it together in a cohesive narrative kind of uh, dissecting what really happened, because obviously there was a narrative that the mainstream media wanted to portray that wasn't exactly what happened. So when you say PSYOP, I'm a black guy. And Mm -hmm. keep in mind, I just woke up 15 minutes ago, literally 15 minutes ago. I'm a black guy, Miss Lady. And from what I can see from your picture, I do not agree with the whole George Floyd or George Floyd, you know, golden casket and just yep. all of that nonsense. I do not agree with that. Yeah, because truth this has was, no this color. Was bullshit. Wait, wait, hold on. Ah, please. Right. That was bullshit. 
that was complete and utter bullshit. And as a black man, it makes me feel just tasteful to see the way they did it. Oh my God. I will leave that one at that because that was ugly on how they did that shit in the news and the media. And they just used this man's name. Wasn't the motherfucker a porn star at one point? He did a porn. Yeah. He did a porn. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I dedicate this movie to Maurice and Maurice got the shaft and he's black and only some black lives matter and truth has no color. And I learned the other day that even though I'm brown, you could still be anti-black. Some troll. <laughs> some troll goes, you know, you could well, be brown because I'm brown. For the, for the record, my son is brown. His mother is uh, Hispanic, right? My son is more black. Or, no, no, I'm saying this wrong. My son is more brown than he is black. Because I'm half black, right? Mm-hmm. But it doesn't change the fact that it's not about color, mm-hmm. right? And media does so much divisiveness, like like when it comes, you know, between people, and right. keeping you off of uh, your your directive or the narrative. Mm-hmm. What's important, you Absolutely. know? All you have to do is look up facts, and and it pisses me off because nobody asks black people. Nobody, nobody ever asked black people, hey, black people, um, how do you feel about this? And they just, every time they get a news uh, topic, they just shove it down your throat. They don't ask black people. They don't ever ask, hey, black people, how do you feel about this? Now, Zach, I know you respect me. Black children, right? Absolutely. <laughs> Well, we agree with you. I mean, it yeah. does. It, 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 exactly. well, it does. It really does piss me off. But I want to bounce back over to reasonable TV. Hey, everybody out there in the chat, reasonable TV going live right now. Y'all need to participate. <laughs> but I, I got to bounce out because you know I want to go do that. But at right the on. same time, I do want to address this. There's things that take place that aren't necessary. And mm-hmm. you got to pay attention to what's really going on around you. You have to be a truther. You have to have a root in the truth. Mm-hmm. And, and the Bible tells you, speak the truth and you will find it. Real simple. Absolutely. Does that, can I close with that? Absolutely, brother. Thank you, for, thank you for calling in. I appreciate it, even if it was just for a moment. Oh, I love you, bro. I love, love you, bro. Too. Hey, hey, and the cutie that you have in the mic. Oh, <laughs> find me on Facebook. <laughs> well, catch the show later on tonight. Catch the replay. All right. All right. All right. All right. Later. Yeah. We'll see you. Peace. <clears throat> All right. So, yeah, you know, I think that uh, Black Yoda's comments there uh, go right hand in hand with that clip that we just heard from uh, uh, from Myron yeah. Fagan, you know, talking about, I mean, that's exactly what they've done. I mean, you know, for all of the rhetoric, for all of the propaganda that they put out, uh, you know, all the messaging that's directed at black people designed to make them feel as if they're victims and, and if they uh, are forever and perpetually put upon and the only way that they can, I guess, come out of that is to make white people feel like uh, there's some unforgivable sins that have been committed. You know, that's exactly what they've done. They they keep they keep a whole sector of the United States population in this sort of mentality uh, that they can't rise up. They can't 
become something themselves, self-actualize. And the only way to do that is through the victimization of other people. I found this really interesting uh, channel on, on YouTube recently. His name is Charlie. He's an Asian kid and he used to be a leftist. And uh, during the, you know, the height of the pandemic, when uh, there was all of this uh, uh, anti-Asian hate crimes that were taking place and he was following a couple of different accounts, one of them would honestly report on every single case of anti-Asian hate that would take place. And we're talking like people coming up and wow. sucker punching old Asian ladies or, you know, old guys pushing wow. them in front of trains and stuff. And they would post pictures of the perpetrators, regardless of what their race was. And then this other account would post about anti-Asian hate crimes, but they would only post the perpetrators if they were white people. And even if they were black people, they would insinuate that the cause was from the inherent white supremacy in the United States. And so he kind of had this red pill moment and woke up and uh, and he's he's been producing videos talking uh, about you know, what's happening to uh, Caucasians in America, you know, like this attitude that it's suddenly right. OK or that it, I mean, it, or that it has been OK to openly be racist against white people. And that because right. some white people some time ago ever held right. slaves, it's OK to basically treat them as subhumans now. And uh, and it's awful. It's horrible. It's awful. It's awful. And it's very Christian-like being mm-hmm. sarcastic. <laughs> I'm being sarcastic at the hypocrisy. And, uh, you know, I, I'm not of like an eye for an eye. I'm more like turn the other cheek. And it's like, I was really, I was thinking of that in this day and age. Is there really any environment that is is applauding good behavior or goodness? Like now there's like no, no. Uh, accountability and it's uh it's really inverted and and uh sad again i dedicate this film to maurice maurice called me yesterday um and wished me happy birthday and he was so chipper and i'm like the dude's in jail and like are you what are you eating maurice i i just he's reading a lot of self-help books he asked me to mail him a thesaurus and a Bible. And he told me, because I told him, you know, what was happening with, like, I have to move. And he's like, but you're a believer. And I I just like, you know, I sent him via JPay. Did you know about JPay? Um, No. You have to, if I want to send an email to Maurice, I have to pay for the two stamps. It's like such a racket. And I sent him a and a JPEG of a Marlin because he, when he learned I was in Florida, he wanted, he's like, I'd love to go and, and fish for Marlin. And I just feel, I feel bad for him, Zach, yeah. because here you have a black man that wanted to, who thought sincerely, and I believe it to start afresh. And he got the shaft by the government that doesn't give a crap about his black life. Just yeah. virtue signal. No, it's absolutely true. Yeah, it's totally true. So I also want to talk about um, what happened to the other officers in this scenario, because their trials have not been as public, not 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 in the same way that Derek Chauvin's was. Um, now, you mentioned that two, what happened to two Tau? So two Tau refused to um, to plead guilty. Mm-hmm. And he's the only one who didn't struck a plea. He has decided, though, to leave it up to the judge. And so we await his sentencing because he was described as he described himself as the human traffic cone. And he was just um, 
manning the traffic and didn't have his hands on George. Um, Alexander Kang, as we know, the the ABC knew the. Well, that's the thing that the hearing literally had not started. So how would they know what the sentencing is going to be? Yeah, um, yeah, that's crazy. So anyway, that's Alexander King got three years. They're all out of state prisons, and uh, Thomas Lane pled, made a plea, and got three and a half years. And he did literal chest chest compressions. And I learned recently that Thomas Lane was six foot seven, so he's actually even taller than George. But nonetheless, it took three guys to. Um, you know, that's why I show in slow-mo the car moving back and forth. And and again, his nose was bleeding. And the idea, people thought that the police did that. But right. why? In the trial, it comes out that Alexander Kang testifies that George bashed his own face against the plexiglass. And, mm-hmm. you know, again, also the line, when when I'm scared as... Fuck when when I start when when I stop breathing when I stop breathing it's gonna go off on me man mm-hmm. so maybe we've discussed this before of like what does that mean yeah what- yeah he he makes a lot of really really strange statements like I mean strange in any respect but I mean particularly unnerving just because of what actually happened you know I mean right. I, well, here, here's the the one thing that I, I did consider, you know, I mean, uh, he had OD'd before, hadn't he? I mean, like, he would have known the dangers of, uh, you know, swallowing all, everything that he had on him, right? So, I mean, like, perhaps maybe he was thinking about that, you know, like, he he said, I ate too many drugs. I oh, mean, it's, oh, it's so yeah, clear yeah, yeah. to me. Yeah, when but why when I stop breathing, when I stop breathing, it's going to go off on me, man. Yeah. What exactly, you know, given that there's I can't breathe 27 times. Mm-hmm. So it's it's possible what you're saying. Someone else said he knew he was feeling his heart and his heart attack was was going to go off. But absolutely, he had just in March 2020. As uh, the Rona was kicking in, he was in OD twice. He almost OD twice and went to the hospital. Courtney Ross admits that, testifies that on the stand. So also in a conspiratorial fashion that if there is an operation like the Ozarks, but on COVID-19 and Initially, I thought, oh, well, they have all this, they have this fake cash and they're out of a job. And now he's become a liability for this operation, whether it's for the cops or for the Sinaloa cartel and Maya. And he's becoming a liability. So is, could it be that if Derek, I mean, yeah, just, just kind of speculating that Derek is, MK Ultra and or does a hit straight like because who would look straight into the camera? He looks yeah. straight into the camera and you know, yet he goes to the hospital. And why does odd. he continue to it is odd, isn't it? Unless he yeah. oh shit, he wasn't supposed to die. Let's go check up on him. And uh I don't know. It, it's like really wanting to know has driven me of like I I just want to know. I just want the truth. 
I just want to, so, you know, the irony, I'll just say this real quick. Yeah. Derek met his wife, Kelly, at Hennepin Healthcare Emergency because she used to work in the ER. And then here you have him on camera. Anyway, that's it. So ha- have you tried to reach out to any of these officers? I mean, do you think because I, I honestly interviewing Derek Chauvin would be the most interesting, I think. But uh, but talking to any of them. I think would be a real coup. And I realize that as appeals may be happening, they probably are not going to want to speak to anybody. But have you tried? Oh, yeah, I've written to I've written to Derek and before he was moved to Arizona. And when I put my trailer out, there was someone who was working on behalf of Carolyn or the fund gives and go to raise money for Derek's appeal because it's out of his pocket and she had never seen the footage of uh, little Nabil saying he probably OD'd. And Mm so uh, then she eventually blocked me, but I've also, you know, I sent my movie to the appeals, the, the appeals attorney and probably by next week he'll, he will have watched it. The main attorney watched it and, uh, I have tried to reach, I've reached out to all of them, Robert Pauly, Earl Gray, and uh, Thomas Plunkett. I wanted to speak to, well, I wanted to speak to Alexander Kang because it was Alexander Kang who filed a motion um, asking for everything regarding George being an informant, but he couldn't, none of them could talk to me. Hmm. Interesting. Did the lawyer have any comment after watching it? Well, the lawyer that I is my contact had seen the trailer. And when he saw the trailer, he goes, wow, this is really good. I want to see the rest of it. And then I said, yeah, I want to see the rest of it, too. I'm trying to get the editor paid and finish this this movie, which, yeah. So he now he last time I talked to him, that it was after the live stream. And I called him like, did you know that the live stream went down? And. He didn't know. Uh, they put it out so you could people can go and listen to it. I think I put it up on Gab, what I did catch. Um, and then he just said, Bill, who's the main attorney, he felt I have his number. I was supposed to call, but I didn't in light of the what happened with my home and having to move. Sure. Uh, so I will. Um, yeah, but I have tried to reach out to them. And again, when I told the friend of that's working for the family, Carolyn doesn't have to talk to me. I'll talk to her. I'll tell her what I learned. And then she blocked me on Twitter, which, by the way, welcome back and welcome to me back. Because I've you. only hey, made congratulations. two years. Yeah. Two yeah. years, 10 appeals, right? Yep. Yep. Exactly. Very happy. Very, very happy. to. But anyway, so it, I also see these blocks. Like, why aren't they talking to me? Yeah. Um, and I mean, like, cause, which, uh, like, because the information that you're digging up, I mean, it could be of use to him. Like, I don't understand why they would block you. That's just so strange. Yeah, exactly. Um, initially, even Joel got on the phone with me to speak. I mean, I have open communication with Greg, the the appeals attorney. So that's he's a conservative. He he. So. I have open communication, but the appeal is not to retry the case. The appeal is to look at the parameters of the sure. things that they did wrong, including yeah. including having, I mean, look, to me, it's like, 
it's orchestrated also in the fact like no reasonable judge would argue that this is not an impartial jury. That That, you could arguably go to effing Kenya and not get an impartial jury. Yeah, I mean, that alone right there should vacate whatever verdict he had. I I mean, that's just completely unfair. Exactly. So if the deal was, okay, well, when it gets to the Supreme Court, because really anyone... How could any of these judges or lawyers think that this is a fair trial? And the prosecution team does think. And I've just given you earlier one example of them straight up trying to bully a witness to lie on the stand. Hello? Mm -hmm. Like, it's crazy. Mm -hmm. No, it is absolutely (laughs) crazy. Um, What uh, Lisa said... I had a hard time watching it. Uh, like Zach said, it's still a man dying no matter what flaws. Right. And uh, Woke for Years says, I really don't get it. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Who was the one who said something about the paramedics? Because that was the, what I was wondering, too. The paramedics not working on him right there. You know, I mean, if they felt that the officers were culpable in his death, then, I mean, what about the paramedics who, like, really should have begun working on him right there? I mean, they they drove totally. a couple of blocks away and then they fumbled around with that machine for a super long time. And I, I mean, what was the time gap from the moment that they arrived to the moment that they finally started doing the CPR? Uh, it was three minutes by the time they let they fuddled around to do do the CPR. So initially, from the very get go, this is still like May 29 or something, 2020. I called Hennepin Healthcare right away because I was like. I looked at the autopsy and I'm like, what's with all this tibia? They're they're putting a catheter in the tibia. What are they doing in there? Mm-hmm. And what is the average time that you resuscitate someone because he left at 8:30 and they were they were it's called the stab room in Minneapolis. It's a leading, ironically, resuscitation. And it was also a rookie that administered the rest. So, like in reality. It's 20 minutes. I don't think they would go through such length to try to resuscitate me personally. Mm. And juxtaposed against me showing you at least one person saying he was dead at the scene. Sure. Yeah. I mean, it was pretty and obvious so- to anybody that he was dead. I mean, you know, I, I, I would think that the the paramedics, I mean, you know, moving his lifeless body to the gurney. I mean, it's just, you know, come on. So, so when I called Hennepin, because of course, at any given time, you can bust out HIPAA and not have to tell a journalist anything, but they directed me because so there's load and go. So they determined, and that's why I say in the movie, on one hand, they're blaming the audience, the bystanders for the reason they had to move. And in the trial, and they say that they were helpful more so than the officers. So, when I called Hennepin Healthcare, she told me, she referred me to a Star Tribune article. And I said, um, I'm a journalist that's trying to do original reporting. And you're asking me to go read an article by another journalist. Is that how we do it these days? Mm-hmm. Like, for real? Is that how we do it? I'm going to go read and report on a, re- on a report. Yeah. Like, so then they cited HIPAA and then. I did go read that article where they determined on one hand, they even say they didn't know 
I have this in my book. They didn't know how bad it was. And so I say in my book, but isn't that their job to yeah. determine how bad it is? Certainly. And anyway, yes, it's very obvious in the movie and in what really happens that, you know, I say, it's like, does it look like there's an emergency here? They're chatting. And it's, you know, also the paramedics are wearing bulletproof vest. I hear that that's not typical and i don't i don't put this in the movie but the truth is that they only bagged him for oxygen properly when the firefighters came and then i show that they didn't even know why the firefighters were there and in the trial of the the federal trial they established that it's not it's not protocol to have ems and the why are you waiting for firefighters to probably oxygen bag, unless this is a live exercise that went wrong. And they also admit, the training division commander, that sometimes accidents happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> well, hell of a time for it to happen. Uh, we've got another caller on the line. I'm going to go ahead and bring him in. Caller, you're on the air. Make sure you mute that stream. Person's from Minnesota. I see your area code. Hi, hi, caller. Can we get your name? You are correct. I am. Fran Boyd. Hey, what's going on, buddy? How you doing? Good, good. So you're going to be happy, Zach. I haven't been drinking tonight. So. Oh, excellent, excellent. <laughs> I'm happy, too, as a food Nazi that doesn't drink. <laughs> so, what, as hey, a uh, Minnesota resident, what's your thoughts the... on this? Oh, you. I have so many thoughts. You know, I have... Not drove downtown since then. I don't blame you. I, I avoided like the plague. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid, like I see those people blocking the freeway. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid that I'll end up in some situation like that and uh, having to go to court because I ran somebody over because I don't have the temperament for it. You know what I mean? Right, right. But anyway, I wanted to tell your, your guest that she's a brave lady. Brave lady. I mean, this this subject is still taboo. Mm-hmm. I can't count how many friends. Uh, I don't. I don't want to say necessarily that I lost them, but caused a lot of rifts because of my personal opinion about about what happened. You know what I mean? Sure. So uh, that's it's, but, uh, uh, something that I had wondered. You know, I mean, did, did the people of Minnesota? look at this and just take it at face value or are there people out there who are, you know, openly asking questions saying, God, you know, this doesn't feel right. Well, you know, I'm, I, you know, I moved out of the twin city area when I retired from the military and I seen a lot of this stuff coming down the pike. And that's one of the reasons why I moved. And, you know, uh, me, I'm married to a Filipino. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, when I retired, I looked at my wife and I said, you know, what the heck are we doing down here? I mean, things were about to explode for one reason or another. I mean, you had the Trayvon Martin thing and you had, you know, all the stuff that went on during uh, Obama's era. Mm -hmm. And all the attempts that they had to stir the pot back then even. And so I bought 40 acres up on a lake out in the middle of nowhere up by the Canadian border. I'm not going to tell you exactly where, but That's you know what I'm good. saying? That's smart, man. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> and now it's me, 
me and the dogs. Do, do you guys but, remember? Uh, do you guys I remember was, that that Minneapolis cop? I, I'm pretty certain it was a Minneapolis oh, cop. Yeah. And he was yeah. the the one who shot the woman in the alleyway. Like she called nine one one, and then they showed up and and he like murdered her in the alleyway. She. Do, do you guys remember no, that I scenario? Don't, I, don't, I don't remember that. I don't remember that I either. No. Okay, so I just found it. This was back. Oh no, he's yeah, Mohammed Noor. Um, he only got a couple of oh, years yeah, in jail. Yes. Yeah, he he was. Uh, she was an Australian national. This is back in 2017. She called 911 to report an intruder, and uh, he he was convicted of murder, but it was overturned last year, and so right. now he's out of prison. Um, yeah, I just I find it fascinating the, uh, uh, the 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 treatment of these two different cases. I mean, when when he shot her, I mean. I, I understand, you know, accidents happen. And if, you know, you're using a firearm and you're not particularly skilled with it, maybe something like this could happen. But I mean, as a police officer, I would imagine that you're probably going through more training than just your average bear. And certainly the act of shooting an unarmed woman in an alleyway. I mean, it just seems like a gross oversight and uh, a lot more akin to murder than what happened with George Floyd. But obviously, right? it wasn't caught on film. Uh, there wasn't a yeah. crowd of people standing around. And, um, you know, and of course, he's a, a Somali immigrant. I want to say that. That's exactly right. That they, you can, I found in motion wanting this defunding the police initiative and a lot of effery in Minneapolis, like I found a list of all the cops that have been arrested and the things that like from prostitute, they were, the cops were involved in, in prostitution to drug trafficking. There's, you know, they, they call it murderopolis for a reason. So I found the paper <laughs> in 2008 saying that it wasn't enough. Like they needed Darnella's footage. And, and I would argue that's why it's, it's not an accident, but they were waiting for this and it was in motion. Alas, a lot of the good cops have left. Uh, homicide has doubled. I was recently in Tampa and I sat beside someone from Minneapolis and I told him, Oh, I said, Oh, you're from Minneapolis. What could you tell me? And he was scared to give his name. Um, I, I told him I was making, you know, it's no accident to me that he sat beside me, but he witnessed the evidence room being burnt down and people burning it down. And we chat went on, deleted all of his evidence, just deleted all of his evidence. And he saw instances of the manipulation. There was also someone after another show I did that was a pilot. And told me that the um, prior to the lockdown weeks before that the two they were they were being put in in different hotels because of the lockdown. Not all hotels were operating, so he was saying staying in swankier hotels in Minneapolis, in St. Paul, and another place. And he said the first two floors, the penthouse and below, were full of thugs that looked like prison, like looked like gang members. And perhaps that's what they did with the prisoners that they released. Um, because this was orchestrated and I've heard evidence of orchestration even in Nebraska, like across the board. Wait a second. Let me, let me put that together. So the, the burning down of the evidence room, obviously all of those cases go out the door. So anybody that was being held, 
uh, on those charges, they would have been set free right before George Floyd's death. And then they were there free to burn the city down. Is that what you're saying? Maybe. Do you, do you remember? Do No, Ilya, let me put context. Do you remember okay. prior to these lockdowns in the beginning of the Rona when there was this all this hoopla and I tried to investigate they were letting prisoners go. Do you yes, recall? I do. Yeah, I remember. Okay, so that, yeah. what, if we think, what did they do with them? Yeah. Perhaps these are the people that in part that they recruited to be in the hotel rooms weeks before the lockdown in preparation of the orchestration that happened across the entire country. Sure. You know, also the bricks that were left that were found throughout. It's ironic that George comes from Cooney Homes, the Brick Boys, and that it's a federal housing complex. So it would be a perfect place to recruit snitches and informants. Absolutely. Absolutely. Freya, any thoughts on this? Minnesota has a long, long history. You know, Minnesota's put out, I, I, I believe... Correct me if I'm wrong. The most Fortune 500 companies really? in any other state. Uh, back in the day, I think Cargill came out of here. A whole bunch of old money wow. was out of the state. We have the Iron Range. You have the Duluth Port that used to ship all that all that stuff. There's a lot of old money. And I've moved, and I'm realizing how controlled... This whole state. In all these small towns up north. Well, there's one down the street. You know, I also thought that was interesting that uh, uh, that Maurice said that, that he said it was a a Masonic cult. Masonic cult. I didn't get to tell him like we touched upon. He convinced that there's no drugs or that's the story he's sticking to. And I wanted to use just touch upon that in the movie. But I really wanted to make it matter of fact. I have a whole chapter of it in my book. And Maurice did it for me. You know, he he. it was just the right touch. And you know, off cam, off the camera, what I said is like, it's not only the attorneys, Maurice. It's not only them that's a cult, you know? Um, do, you know and- do you know that the... the I'm sorry, go ahead. go ahead. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Do you, do you know, have you heard of the... In Duluth, Minnesota, they're the ones, some feminist group came up with uh, um, something to do with um, women's women's rights and and the the whole the whole thing. It's called the Duluth model. Zach, can you can you Google that real quick or whatever yes, you do? The Duluth Don't Google model. anything. Well, not Google Duck, Duck, Go, but model. I've got I've got like six different search yeah, yeah, engines. Yeah, yeah. I, I like to see what I get. <laughs> yes, the Duluth. Right? You know, I, true. I, I do that. I too. signed back. I signed back onto Facebook the other day, and then all of a sudden, my DuckDuckGo disappeared off my phone. Oh, that's interesting. That's very interesting. All right, so the Duluth model says, since the early 1980s, Duluth, a small community in northern Minnesota, has been an innovator of ways to hold batterers accountable and
violets. Sounds uh, nice and flowery. Mm. Yeah, well, if, and then if you go and just do some more research and how it's spread into uh, the UK, and they're using it in their uh, satanic cult mm. rituals, taking these women and exploiting mm. them and their, their children and, and things like that. Well, you know, as far as... <clears throat> You can also say that. I'm just using that as an yeah. example of, of, and also Minnesota's educational system has made a lot of standards through the through the generations to hold the rest of the country to in one fashion or another. Sort of like the Iowa Basics and things like that back in the day. I don't know if you're familiar with that. No, what's that? What other what other things have they? You are afterwards. You know what I mean. Right. I want to say that you can look at this and consider this to be a cornerstone ritual and that I have a chapter you know, and that's, of that. Uh, uh, and, and I had a filmmaker friend, I'll just say this, a filmmaker friend who saw the film and he's like, whoa, Miriam, like, that's intense. I think I just witnessed the sa- a ritual killing. And that's the point I'm trying to get to. There is a lot of power in this state. And it's it's been weaning because a lot of these corporations have gone international. But uh, there's still a lot of old money. I know my wife cleans house for, for some heiress uh, that's a tobacco, tobacco queen. Wow! Wow! She, she's a sweet. She's a sweet. Yeah, she's a sweet old lady, and she's probably on her her last days. But uh, I, you know, I don't want to give away too much. Sure. You know, uh, we don't want you to dox yourself. Their privacy. <laughs> yeah, or um, or or the 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 old lady, but. Uh, this in the northern woods. Let's just put it that way. North Woods. I don't know if you're familiar with that conspiracy. Uh, yes, uh, <laughs> North Woods. Please tell us. Well, there's a lot of big, big money in the cabins that are out in the middle of nowhere around here. And uh, I, I remember when I first moved up here. Uh, you know, I got my dogs. And one of the big, big players in the area came over to give me an estimate. I'm not going to say for what or whatever. Mm-hmm. And my dog has never bit anybody, okay? I was power washing in the back of the garage, so the guy kind of came around the corner. <laughs> and, and one of my white German shepherds started barking at him and nipped him in the, in the hand just barely. And I'm like, out of all the 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 company to come out and give me an estimate anymore for future work and it's uh, because everyone one around here knows where i stand with all this uh new world order stuff and half of them think i'm crazy half of them think i'm right on Uh, sounds about right a lot of a lot of veterans i got fbi down the street on the lake with me i got i mean it's i feel surrounded sometimes Brave, I, you 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 probably need to have security. 
especially if this blows up and, and goes viral. But it won't, because what they do with me. You don't think so? We we um, gotta we gotta try to well, help. Them. I wanna I wanna say this should go viral because it's that explosive, and uh, mm, based you on- know you, you 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 probably took a lot of liberty liberties and some stretches and stuff, but. Whatever they want us to see. I basically. don't take a lot of liberties, actually. It's very matter of fact. It's it's raw footage, and it's stitched together in a real timeline. And I. It's an offense, but I consciously, you know, as far as like. But that's how some people are going to take it. They're going to say, well, she's guiding it and blah, blah, blah. And it, you're not. I under, I understand that. These are. These are the timelines of events that happened. Yeah, it, I mean, she's right. It is very matter of fact. I, I would, I would think it would be very difficult for people to poke holes in it because you don't make any, uh, you know, any summary judgment. You know, I mean, I'm interested to know, you know, like eventually at the end of the day, you know, what you think transpired. But you don't even propose that in the movie. You just put forth the footage and you narrate uh, what's going on and you point out the uh, inconsistencies with the official narrative, which is something I haven't seen really anybody do in this format. Can. <laughs> it's well worth it. Well you worth can rent it for just four ninety nine. It's probably the cost of some <laughs> shitty beer. So <laughs> <laughs> so uh, right. I definitely I do think well, uh, you was, know in ten minutes you can like I said glean glean a lot and see it from the perspective you should have when before they manipulated you consciously by playing over and over and over this one oh, bit and, and so believe me I was not fooled for one moment. <laughs> well, yeah, the collective you, the collective I mean, you. you put the- Yes, not you. Yes. Well, I mean, look what was going on at the time. Okay, COVID just came out. Gas prices dropped down, and then all all of a sudden, we come to these elections, and everybody just voted them back in after all that crap we went through. Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh, there's no way. There's no way we voted that guy back in Wolf. Yeah. Mm -hmm. There's no way. Just. I mean, come on. Jacob Fry. It's not logical. Ilan Omar, Keith Ellison, who voted, who yeah. took an oath on the Quran, who you could argue when he did that, he abandoned any oath to America. And mm-hmm. at the live at the live stream, he was there in the corner. Keeping my eye and, and on you. Are, That's what he's saying. He dropped by in the federal trial. I'm keeping my eye on you. Yeah. Our That's attorney what, general. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that corrupt. guy mentioned his name. Corrupt AF. Well, he and he, well, there she was just hanging out with Soros' son the other day. Well, not the other day, but a while was, back. Was Keith, oh, did Alex? Soros? Alex came to Minnesota, or did uh, did Keith Ellison go to Davos? <laughs> nope. Uh, that, that that guy came to Minnesota. Evidently, I okay. don't know the whole story. You know, when I see stuff like that, I just go. Bells are ringing, and I, you know, like, oh my goodness gracious, people can't sure. see that, really. 
All right. Well, listen, uh, yeah, Freya, yeah, yeah. I'm going to bounce off. We've got about 10 minutes left here, and i got a couple more questions for Miriam. But okay, if you I'm not check Freya. Out... I'm Freya and Boy. Freya and Boy. I know, I know. But I, I, <laughs> I abbreviate. I abbreviate just for the sake of the argument. But, yes, I know, Freya and Boys. And um, But if you want to see the film, the uh, link is in uh, the Rumble chat. I'm going to throw it in there right now once again. And uh, I'm going to copy it directly. And then put it out there. But um, I, I don't know if you saw the earlier part of the show, but uh, Miriam was saying that you can actually do like a, a, a yearly subscription to the Movies Plus service. And then you yeah, can see all the other movies I got, too. So, Yeah, I'm about ready to cancel my uh, dish. There you go. $180 a month for, uh, for a bunch of satanic garbage. Holy How much jeez. One hundred eighty, and that's not even. What? I don't even have HBO. That's just that's just a basic movie channel package. What the hell? That's or, crazy. That's crazy. Yeah. yeah, dump it. Dump it. I know. I, dump I, it. I, I, dump I have to it. figure out. I have, I have to figure out a way to break it to my wife. <laughs> All right. All, All right, right hey, God bless. God, God bless. bless you too, brother. And uh, keep up. Keep keep up the good work, Nor. Yeah. I mean. Uh, Miriam. Thank Miriam. you. No, uh, Thank yes, it's you. Miriam. It's Miriam. You did it right. Sorry. It's okay. It's all right, brother. I, call, no, my, uh, my I, I knew a Miriam. Yeah. I knew a Miriam when I was uh, deployed. And I was like, oh, you, look, you looked a lot like her, but she was a bodybuilder. Then I was like, oh, no, that's not her. <laughs> not the Definitely same. Not me. All right, Frey and the boys. So, we'll see you soon, I, buddy. I had, uh, I had a colleague um, we have to take for our SBA loan. Um, insurance, which I didn't know and I haven't had. And he wrote to me the other day. He's like, I'm still looking into insurance policies. I want to get one in case you die. And I was like, oh, wow. I was just like, what? Yeah, right. I, I just found yeah. that like striking. Like, why would you even write that? Put it out there. What the hell? Well, it's a dangerous game you're playing. I can't even have a. I can't even have a burger at the local resort without getting assaulted because I ask questions about uh, uh, the the elections. Yeah, literally, yeah. I got I, I got shouted out, and then the bartender apologized for me, and I'm like, "What?" <laughs> All wow! Ask some questions. Wow! And these, and these people, this guy's I like, apologize. "Turn around, eat your burger." Yeah, and I'm like, "Oh my goodness gracious!" So some people have a transfuser on you. That's nuts. Well, right. uh, it's a long story, but anyways, God bless you both. Thank you, Zach. You, too. you do a good job. Thank you Thank so you. much for your channel. I, I, I uh, get so much out of it. Thank you. I appreciate your brother. Thank you. God bless. We'll see you. Um, uh, Lonely German said, I like the sidewalls on Zach's too. Yeah, the guy cut my hair just a little bit too high, oh. higher than I wanted. It, it'll grow back in like a week, but <laughs> yes. I like the fade to come up to about here. I, 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 but uh, either way. <laughs> It'll it'll go back rather rather soon. Yeah, um, I would. But uh, <laughs> all right, so we've only got a few minutes left. I am interested to see or to hear if you have drawn uh, any conclusions uh, as to you know like what you think was actually going on here. Yeah, I I, I have. I, I think that it's an operation that went wrong, and that it was um, organized. I don't think it was co opted. The only thing that comes, you know, as far as George and Derek not recognizing one another, the only way, because I wondered, how could that be? How could that be? Is if they got any directions to not um, 
recognize one another. I just don't buy if they did work at the same place where it's seemingly, by the way, Derek's tax evasion case is coming up. So you have proof that they both worked there. So I, I, you know, I also put it out there for other people so we can have a real conversation and not a manipulated one um, to see other, other people's impressions. But, but I certainly, I think that it was an operation that went wrong or very right, you know, depending on who you ask and depending on who knew that he was going to die. So I just think some people didn't weren't privy to that. Yeah. You know, I think that the like even even if George Floyd hadn't have died, I think the situation could have been used to pretty much the same effect. I mean, I think that the the country might have just popped off regardless, but it was just a little bit more violent because of the fact that he actually did die. You know, obviously, there had been a number of different instances of, uh, of of people being filmed, being arrested by the police. I mean, it happens all the time. But, you know, when you get something that has a, a, a particular ring like that, obviously, people are going to go in a certain direction. So, I mean, George m- might have definitely thought that he was going to be OK. He was going to live and uh, and that uh, he just had to play along. I-, I certainly would imagine that if the cop you worked with at a nightclub showed up on the scene, you would try to cash a chip in, you know, like you'd say, hey, Derek, it's me. Derek, it's George. You know me. I'm not a bad guy. I mean, he was saying things like that, but he didn't direct anything at Derek. And Derek certainly didn't act like he had any recognition, but they must have known each other. How could you miss George Floyd? Really? No. What did you think at the end when Charles goes, I know you. I saw you two weeks ago. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy for him to see, to, to recognize and, you know, say hello to somebody who's just a random dude on the street. But then George Floyd, who he actually works with, there's nothing. It's just totally blank. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of, I, I'm, I'm very curious. I mean, honestly, you, this would go viral, but mm-hmm. so why, why, of course, yes, I'm very grateful for people sharing it and for, for you, Zach anyone who's willing to revisit it because i think that you know some people would be like oh no i don't want to deal with that which is too bad um because they're seeing it in a new new way and this is real investigations take time yo Mm -hmm. this mcjustice bullshit is not sorry excuse me it's not real it's not it's it's not uh the way things i i can vouch as an investigative journalist that uh, I, I also did th- get 340 internal emails between the government and mm. the police. Oh, I'm interested was, to see that as well. Yeah, right. that will All be right. in the book. I, I know we don't have time. Well, I'll, I'm happy to uh, uh, to bring you back once the book comes out. So we'll revisit it in the future. Uh, over on the foxhole, thank you to Porpoiseful for that cookie. Pequest for the cookie. C. Blanche, who says, great show. Thanks, R.P., Sean, Joe, thank you very much for the two cookies. Matt1776 says, great discussion. Uh, Casey dropped a phone. And then Average Joe Patriot says, another great show. RP and Miriam equals fire. Uh, and I just wanted to <laughs> say, that while, I was, while I was looking for a good picture of you for the thumbnail today, I, yeah. the, you're, you were the first Miriam Hanane that comes up. But then there's also a dentist named Miriam Hanane that gets mixed in with your search results. Really? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll I'll send over I'll send it over after after we're done here. But I couldn't believe it. I was like, uh, I've never seen anybody but you in every search, and now all of a sudden there's somebody else there. Huh? Interesting. Yeah. No idea. Someone named Dennis. Yeah, I, I don't know where I don't know where she's based out of, but uh, but yes, she's a dentist. All right, let me pass out the gold pills, and then we'll go ahead and say good night. And uh, you know, let me just for the sake of thoroughness let me make sure that there's nothing on cash app i don't think so yep nothing on cash app and then on buy me a coffee um i should nope nothing on buy me a coffee either okay and and if i can tell people to follow me on twitter yay yeah digitally restored is it at mariam hanane or is it something else yes it is at mariam hanane and uh yeah a lot of people like oh glad to see you're back but i'm like i never left i was b lady that's right 17 but yes please come to mariam henane and uh also i don't know if if people can go to gifts and go i'm still trying to raise funds for paying off the film and or they can just go and rent the movie or buy it um on my movies plus but if they want to directly support me they can go to gifts and go all right. And I, have, I put that out there in the chat as well. All right. Oh, so thank you. Oh, as always, thank you for being here. I really appreciate it. Thanks for the conversation. Thank you to everybody out there in the audience. And I will be back tomorrow at 9 p.m. with uh, my friend Corey Hughes. We're going to be talking JFK. Uh, so interesting that you brought it up at the beginning of the show. Yeah. Corey, you, I'll, I'll send you Corey's documentary, six-hour documentary on the assassination of John F. Kennedy. And he's writing a book as well. So that's why he's coming back on. So uh, please be here tomorrow, guys. And I hope to see you then. So until that time, good luck and God bless. And we'll see you tomorrow. Thank you.
When it comes to stubborn belly fat, we're all searching for a miracle pill. Generally, you have to use multiple products that target belly fat differently to manage excess weight around the stomach. Some products may focus on abdominal exercises or dietary changes, while others might focus on boosting metabolism or controlling cravings. But believe it or not, I may have found a solution that removes the need for juggling through multiple weight management products. It's called Belly Trim, and it's more effective at targeting belly fat, enhancing metabolism, and promoting a toned midsection better than most weight management products I've seen typically found on store shelves. Tens of thousands of five-star reviews back up the notion that Belly Trim is not only a breakthrough in a bottle, but that it also removes the need for us to use countless diet pills and fat-burning supplements. But there's more. If you place your order for Belly Trim now, you'll also receive 51% off free VIP live health and fitness coaching for life, two free new e-books titled Top 10 Foods That Burn Belly Fat, and Top 10 Exercises to Reduce Belly Fat, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee, and last but not least, free shipping. Simply go to www.trimwithus.com. That's www.trimwithus.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's www.trimwithus.com. Order now. Energy bills are rising at a historic rate, and there's no end in sight. Talk to enough people, and you'll soon realize nearly everyone's shocked at their recent electricity bills. Some studies reveal energy costs have skyrocketed by as high as 60% in as little as two years. That's why tens of thousands are installing this magical little device from SavePowerBills.com to help slash their energy bills. This sophisticated gadget stabilizes electrical currents, reduces dirty electricity, and helps protect your appliances and electronics. Simply plug it into your home's wall outlet to help lower energy consumption and ultimately help reduce your power bills every month. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this device is one of the most efficient ways to save money while beating the greedy power companies. But there's more. If you order now, you'll also receive 65% off, fast shipping within the USA, hassle-free returns, and last but not least, a 60-day satisfaction guarantee. Just go to SavePowerBills.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. Once again, that's SavePowerBills.com. Violent crime across the U.S. has skyrocketed. Just recently, a politician was carjacked by three armed attackers outside his home in Washington, D.C. This comes several months after another politician was assaulted in the elevator of her building. Between mass shootings, kidnappings, burglaries, and carjackings, it's never been more vital to learn how to protect yourself. This is why tens of thousands are choosing the Fighter Flare Flashlight. The Fighter Flare Flashlight has awed people with a wonderful design and massive light output. On top of an ultra-bright 800-lumen light, it boasts powerful strobe lighting modes for self-defense, a glass-breaking hammer, a built-in power bank, solar-powered recharging, rope cutter, siren, and much more. Countless five-star reviews back up the notion that this flashlight is the latest and greatest in the EDC market. But there's more. If you place your order for the Fighter Flare Flashlight now, you'll also receive 66% off, free express shipping, and last but not least, a 100% lifetime guaranteed replacement. Simply go to www.fighterflare.com to take advantage of this limited-time deal before they sell out. www.fighterflare.com. Order now.